0: Monday, March 1st, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, live and direct from the Valley of the Sun out in Phoenix. Uh, a good year, Arizona, uh, getting ready to uh, take two with the Indians and their second game of Cactus League action. Uh, Hoynes, uh, you got there this weekend, got to see a little bit of the inter-squad game maybe and, uh, and the first game on, on Sunday. What are your, your quick first impressions of being out there in Arizona uh, a year after this, this whole uh, coronavirus pandemic and, and everything that we've had to go through? What's it di- What's it like differently out there now in Arizona?
1: It, you know, Joe, it's, um, it, it's weird. I was over with uh, Mandy Bell watching uh, practice yesterday or, the, you know, before the game over at the complex and you're kind of penned in in this little area you know, by field one and two, and you can't see a whole lot. You're looking through the fence a lot. So that was strange. That was, so the pandemic is still, you know, has its clutches on uh, major league baseball. Um, But other than that, you know, it was great uh, being back at the, at the ball, at the, at Goodyear ballpark in the press box, the game looked the same. And um, just my impression was they've got a lot of good young players. I mean, and I know you can get fooled, know in spring training especially in the late innings when guys are facing a ball pitchers and double a ball pitchers and and uh you know and it's the first couple of games of spring training but you know you you watch uh you watch uh, uh, Jimenez and and uh Arias and, and Tyler Freeman and and uh you know Owen Owen Miller and uh I mean they just kept running those guys out they turned four double plays yesterday and I think there was there was different guys involved in each one. So, you know, maybe that stockpiling of all those shortstops is paying off.
0: Well, and and that's the thing. It, they shot up the the rankings in terms of uh, farm systems with all these trades that they've made and all and dealing off all of these, uh, you know, frontline starting pitchers and stockpiling, you know, three, four, five prospects at a, at a rip with each one of these trades. Uh, they're getting some top level talent in return and, it's, it's not a surprise that right now is when you're sort of getting that spark of hope, <laughs> hopeful hoinsy. We've got out there in, uh, <laughs> in Arizona. He's, he's, he's watching Gabriel Arias and, uh, and Andres Jimenez motor around the bases. Uh, I Jimenez had a triple yesterday and it was, uh, it was a, a stretch triple, right? I mean, he, he really went yeah. for it.
1: Yeah. And he had, you know, he, he had a triple, then he goes first to third on a single, uh, makes a great throw home off a uh, real heads up, uh, real, uh, you know, uh, relay by Oscar Mercado in center in right center field, uh, to get a runner, uh, he just looked uh, really smooth out there, Joe, and he, he can run a little bit and, um, you know, had the triple that scored the Indians first run of the spring. And then Arias comes off the bench and he's playing second base. He gets a couple hits, uh, to go ahead. RBI single. Turns a great double play. Tyler Freeman comes in there and, uh, you know, d- turns a double play as well. It was just, uh, it was really fun to watch. And you, you wonder, I mean, in two, three, four, maybe two or three years, are they, will they do what San Diego is doing right now? Will they bring in, you know, higher price talent and be able to trade some of the, flip some of these guys for, uh, you know, for, a, for their time, when their window is, when they're convinced they can win.
0: And Tito says, uh, seeing some of these guys, it's, it's easy to dream. That's one of his, uh, his phrases to, to you know, sort of project on, on some of these guys. It's easy to dream about Tyler Freeman uh, you know, blocking balls and, and turning, tro- uh, turning double plays uh, for the Major League squad or for another team having returned a, a player in a trade uh, to the Indians. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, you mentioned Gabriel Arias played second. I mean, this is a guy who was a shortstop when he was acquired, but Tito mentioned in his postgame, this is a guy who, who could possibly move around the diamond a little bit and, and have a little bit more versatility.
1: Yeah, you know, and uh, I didn't know that. I've never seen a guy play. So he's, he's a lot bigger than I thought he was, Joe. And he, and he, he looks stronger. Uh, he looks strong. Uh, I mean, he can run a little bit. Not not great speed, but he can, he can run a little bit. So, yeah, you know, and, and uh, it seems like they've got a lot of guys like that, that, uh, you know, Miller... Play third base and he can please a middle infielder by trade. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jimenez obviously is a shortstop. He looks like a shortstop, but I'm sure he could play anywhere too. So it, it, it's interesting that, you know, while their middle infielders are versatile, they've, you know, they've also kind of locked down a couple of guys, which I was surprised, you know, like a couple of days ago, they told us Jake Bowers is probably exclusively at first base mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Josh Naylor exclusively in right field when he gets back on the field. And, uh, you know, and uh, I thought uh, Nolan Jones, you know, giving him a, you know, keeping him at third base, at least early in the camp, that was, I don't know if that's a change in strategy or uh, just maybe they, they want to give guys a chance to get established.
0: Yeah. I, I think the way Tito described it was that he, he wants to give a guy like a Nolan Jones a chance to have a good camp and, and not just a good camp, uh, you know, numbers wise or whatever, but just to feel confident coming out of, out of camp when they, when they break for, uh, you know, to, to A or whatever, to, you know, have him have that confidence going out there and then let him work on, you know, the outfield stuff during, during the early part of yeah. the season, maybe if that's the case. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a, another interesting thing to see. I guess yesterday's game uh, Sunday, uh, the Indians won five to one over the Reds. Uh, but it was interesting. That was that was more of sort of like the the B squad type lineup, or, or a lot of the younger guys working in yeah. type lineup. Uh, today's game, today's scheduled game against Kansas City, you've got that top four, in the lineup that uh, you know has a lot more familiar faces. Uh, although it was a, a little bit surprising to see uh, Jose Ramirez penciling in the in the, the number two spot, I I suspect that that's not a permanent change uh, in, in Tito's lineup. Yeah, I would think he's up there to get
1: some uh you know, an extra at bat or two. Um, I don't know. You know, last year they they went with those four switch hitters at the top of the lineup. Would they do the same thing at the top of the lineup with the switch? It was Hernandez and Ramirez. I I don't know. I mean, I, I would think you want to drop one of those guys a little lower, I think, but uh, who knows? I, I I'm not sure, but I you know, I, I, that's that's something to watch for. But I'm, I bet it's, he's up there to get an extra at-bat today.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they moved Roberto Perez up. The, the lineup today removes, moves Roberto Perez up to number five. So uh, you, that's just an effort to get Roberto Perez more, more at-bats. He's not a number five hitter on a, in a regular daily lineup uh, anyways. Uh, one of the names that uh, was brought up to Tito in today's uh, pregame talk is uh, uh, Sam henches the uh, the six foot six lefty had a really good outing uh, in yesterday's game and uh he's he's earned a nickname from uh, from Chris Antonetti uh, because Terry Francona uh, speaks so highly of him yeah you could tell
1: Tito's pulling for this guy he might want to sneak him sneak him in uh, to, onto the bus into the plane to Cleveland when they open or Detroit when they open the season he's he's calling Heki uh um, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: An- Antonetti.
1: Antonetti's Antonetti's calling Henkes uh, Sam Francona, so <laughs> because Tito talks about him so much.
0: Yeah, it's maybe maybe his uh, his uh, adopted uh, protege right there. Uh, Francona likes the way he throws the cutter. Um, likes the he's just a big guy who throws it up there, uh, you know, hard. He hit 96 on the gun yesterday, uh, and we're talking February 28th. That's uh, impressive. So, uh, again, uh, another guy who, who Francona says, and not just Francona, Jake Bowers talked about Sam Henches, uh and yeah. said what a tough at bat he was in the uh, alternate site last year when they had to face each other pretty much every other day, uh, you know, in, in simulated games. Uh, the Indians haven't had uh, a lefty uh, of, of any sort of impact or influence like, like that since Andrew Miller.
1: Yeah, and this guy, you know, obviously you can't compare the two. He he hasn't pitched above double A ball, but uh, you know he certainly, you know, he looks apart, and uh, you know he's getting uh, he's he's getting a chance now. He's getting a longer look now. Uh, I think they It sounds like they want to keep him as a starter right now, uh, you know. So he gets a chance to throw a lot of innings, use all his pitches, but you know who knows? There is a chance. You know these guys can switch roles. They could, if there is a need in the bullpen. Uh, you know, that I think he'd certainly get some, uh, you know, consideration.
0: Teach him how to throw the, uh, the slider like Andrew Miller did. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's, that's it. You've got it. You're, you're all good. With Indians baseball right around the corner, there's never been a better time for you to register for Indian subtext. Our subscriber-based service gives you the inside scoop and analysis on the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone even before it's up on cleveland.com and you can text us directly with your questions and opinions. It's a great way to avoid the trolls on social media and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland baseball talk podcast. Why should you sign up? Here's one of our subscribers, Bill from Arizona. I think it's great the way, uh, Uh, you guys have handled it this year and appreciate the fact that, you know, you usually, uh, when you're able, respond pretty uh, quickly, either just to me or to, you know, to to everybody. And it's nice to have a little insight on some things and then maybe an hour or two later, the story will break. I kind of feel like I'm sort of, you know, on the QT in the know and it's fun. Bill and all of our Indian Subtech subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the team and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or text Hoinsie or Joe at 216 208 4346. Again, that's joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or send a text message to 216 208 4346. We look forward to having you as a member of Indian subtext. Also asked about Cal Quantrill who had a, a, a solid outing starting starting the game yesterday. Uh, he came out through a couple innings and didn't allow a run. Uh, Tristan McKenzie followed gave up a gave up a run walked some some guys uh, was, was struggling with his command a little bit but you know other than that the the pitching looks pretty locked in.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you know, McKenzie was I think, you know, Tito said he's probably 50-50 balls to strikes. So, you know, you, you've got to improve on that. But that's the first time out and it's weird that that was his first spring training, you know, Cactus League appearance and he's already made his big league appearance. That just kind of shows you what a topsy-turvy season this has been.
0: Yeah, that that that's it that is sort of turned on its head. Uh the the latest uh Outfield acquisition. Uh, you asked about Harold Ramirez. Uh, he is in camp, going through the intake process, but still not able to participate in any any team activities.
1: Yeah, he. You know, he's the guy. On last Wednesday, they claimed on waivers from uh, the Marlins. Had a good, uh, had some power numbers in 2019. Was had COVID last year and, and pulled a hamstring. I think he only played three games. Uh, so, you know, it's a guy that uh, right-handed hitter some pop and he just got out of Columbia. So uh, he had to get out of his, his, his native land and uh, he, he's here. And like you said, Joe, he can work out by himself, but he hasn't passed all the protocols yet.
0: Uh, over the weekend, Anthony Ghosts involved in a fender bender. Uh, he was re- his vehicle was rear-ended on i 10 and uh, he, he was scheduled to pitch in the simulated game on Saturday, uh, that didn't happen. But uh, I, from all accounts, from what Tito said, uh, Ghost was okay after the crash, no, uh, no real injuries. They just wanted to take it easy with him, make sure he didn't uh, show up sore the next day and, and try to make him pitch that next day. Yeah,
1: I think we might, uh, he might pitch uh, Tuesday against Seattle, Joe. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. I thought it was, it was interesting, uh, with the, uh, what they handed out MVP awards for, for yesterday's game, for Sunday's right.
0: game. Right. I think, um, Tito said that Andres Jimenez, Gabriel Arias and Tyler Freeman all got MVP, uh, honors after that first spring training game. Uh, and each of them got 50 bucks. Right. I, I, you know, they, they got to give these guys like $50 gift cards to Chipotle or, uh, or Panda Express out there in, uh, in Goodyear. because that's probably goes a little further for the, for them than just a straight $50 bill. Yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah. That that would definitely do
0: that. (laughs) But just interesting to, to see, like, like Tito said, uh, he said when they hand out these awards, sometimes he makes the players speak or talk, uh, you know, when they're receiving them, that that's another good thing that this is a young team and you got to remember, these guys aren't used to talking. These guys aren't used to, you know, being, having the spotlight on them like that uh, the, the rare exception is somebody like Tristan McKenzie, who is as polished in terms of media as, as any 22, 23 year old will ever be. But, you know, giving a guy like uh, Jimenez or an, or, or an Arias, uh, an opportunity to speak in front of his team like that, that's gotta be a big thing too.
1: Yeah. And I think it, you know, that's good. And I think it creates, you know, like Franco was saying, they, you know, they're, they're, all, things are so divided, you know, within the pods and uh, the player groups, there's, there's not really like there used to be like 60 guys sitting in the locker room at, at one time, you know, and uh, I think this creates a little, you know, team bonding. I mean, I was reading the uh, the Dodgers do this. They every time uh, somebody makes a uh, an error in the field during BP or, you know, every time some,
0: wait, every time somebody makes an error for the Dodgers in the field, Trevor Bauer throws his glove down, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but they,
1: they put 20 bucks into the uh, kitty, you know, in spring training. So I don't know if they have a team party afterward, but uh, this is, you know, and this counts for, you know, workouts, spring training, spring training drills games. So, and it goes all the way through the season. It just creates, you know, a little competition,
0: a little uh, team uh, unity. I guess. Yeah. Anytime you can, you can distract a little bit while still, uh, you know, staying staying focused on your, your your task at hand I think that it's a positive thing for these these guys especially a young club like this it, it, we it's gonna be a theme that we're gonna to have to come back to a lot this year they are young and they are going to make uh, you know mistakes that young teams make so we'll uh, we'll have to, to to keep following that but uh, anything to keep them going and, and motivate them that way I guess is, is really a good thing uh, Speaking of young uh, Shane Bieber on the mound, uh, today his first appearance of Cactus League action. Uh, the Cy Young winner from last year. Uh, last year at this time, when he made his Cactus League debut, uh, he was he was perfect through through the Cactus League. I think he was he he didn't give up a run, did he? No, I think he you know exactly, Joe. I think he had what three starts,
1: and uh, I mean he was like on fire, and he mm-hmm. just kind of kept that going for the three and a, three and a half month layoff, and took it right into the uh, 60 game season.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's it say uh, about Bieber that we, we now sort of expect that that's how he's going to show up to camp, ready to go, ready to pitch from day one and, and be perfect. Uh, Tito said he, you know, he moved past it really quickly, moved past the award really quickly and, and focused on adding something else to his arsenal this year. And, you know, you just won the, 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 pitching triple crown and you still went out and had to improve yourself in the off season. Yeah. He's uh, you know,
1: I think he's gone back to the slider. He wants to use that more uh, to uh, you know, to uh, throw with his breaking ball because you know, hitters were, were are starting to lay off the breaking ball when it, it gets down below the strike zone and this'll give him another uh, pitch to
0: uh, you know, to try to get people out with. Yeah. I think uh, that will be a theme early in the year when we watch Bieber pitch is how he plays one off of the other, how he plays the slider off of that curveball when they start to lay off—is he going to go with that and and have the you know have it catch the outside corner, have it uh, you know go backdoor on on uh, on left-handers as well? So yeah, should be should be interesting to just watch his continued development and and, and further growth in, in terms of his pitching arsenal. Uh, all right, well. Day, uh, what is day fourteen of camp, maybe or something? Day twelve, uh, I think. Day twelve, day 12. of camp, uh, game number two. What are we, what are we looking forward to today for the rest of the way out here, Oinsie? Yeah, you know, I think this lineup, Joe, that
1: that uh is uh, uh, rolling out there today, definitely has more of an opening day feel to it than uh, than yesterday's lineup. You know, with with Hernandez, Ramirez, Rosario, uh, you know, Reyes hitting into those top four spots. And we're, going to, we're also gonna be able to, uh, we get a look at Bieber, and we also get a our really first look at uh, Emmanuel Class A. He's supposed to pitch an inning in relief as well against the Royals.
0: Yeah, I think all eyes will be on that inning when uh, Class A steps out there. Uh, also in that lineup, uh, Bradley Zimmer in center field and uh, Bobby Bradley at first base. You know, as we keep an eye on those two battles, uh, center field and first base, and and what uh, what's going to happen in, in, in that? We saw Jake Bowers yesterday uh, play first. Uh, Bobby Bradley gets his chance today. Really, uh, right now, uh, two games into the the, the preseason, uh, you got to figure Bowers has the glove. Bowers got that first start, but but Bradley's hitting with the uh, with the A squad today.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting. Uh Bradley what has lost thirty-five pounds? I mean, <laughs> this guy, you know, so that's that's I, I'm I'm anxious to see him. And I you know, I haven't I've never seen this guy really kind of hit well for an extended period of time in spring training. He was always, you know, he he would he I think he got hurt one spring. He was too heavy the the next spring. So I'm really I, I really want to see this guy swing the bat and and see what he can do. I hope he has a good spring.
0: Thin air. Heart, uh, blowing winds and uh, high skies. Bobby Bradley's made for hitting in Arizona uh, in, in spring training. Uh, you should, uh, should be able to see what he can do out there. All right, Hoinsy. we will check in again tomorrow here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast with you live from Arizona. Thanks, Joe.